When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere. With most standard algorithm, in the order it was received, please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. 
Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. Oh, come on, shut up. It's episode one, season six of the Fighting Cock Podcast. Welcome, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. boys. Hello. We're on Facebook Live. Feels weird. I'm, um... There's no one, <laughs> there's no one watching yet. So we come up with this idea to go on Facebook Live. Why? For shits and giggles. <laughs> that, that's the only reason. Yeah, better banter. Yeah. Uh, all right, it's good to be back. Yep. Does it feel, feel like it's been a long time for you lot? Hmm. A lot's happened. What? Since um, the season's finished now with um, Brexit and Euro, Euro 2016. Feels like a lot has taken place. Yeah. Straight up in the Brexit talk already, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. ah. We all voted in, though, right? Yeah, we did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of exciting stuff happening in the new year. We're, we're going to take the fighting clock a little bit more seriously. Um, you might have heard at the beginning of the this episode there was adverts. We've signed a deal with Audio Boom uh, to help us pay for the podcast. And give us the opportunity to do other bits and pieces, which may include video. Definitely won't include fan cams or anything like that. Don't worry, we're not we're not going to set out to in, uh, embarrass the club in any way. Everything we do will, in, hopefully, hopefully enhance um, you know some supporters who enjoy the fighting <coughs> cop, their experiences of watching uh, watching Spurs. Um, there's going to be po- uh, documentaries in the planning. Um, lots of exciting stuff. T-shirts. Yeah, the T-shirts. Uh, we, they've gone really well. There's only two designs left. We've got five of the Hurricane Celebration one and about nine of the Klingsman one. And there's what T-shirts are you talking about? The limited edition the T-shirts. Oh, the 8-bit nice. T-shirts. Yeah, the 8-bit Pixel T-shirts. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> where, where can you get these T-shirts? You can go to thefightingcock.co.uk forward slash T-shirts. Great. Yeah, uh, and these are limited edition run, won't be available again. Uh, and what you do is su- support the fighting cock, and uh, yeah, that's a good thing. Wow, well, quickly, um, we've had three r- really generous donations. It's all about money at the beginning of this, isn't it? Three oh, uh, gen- generous donations from Andrew Carter, Mark Payne, and Tay Dagerland. I hope I haven't butchered your name. Uh, thank you so much, really. It's, um, we don't rely upon donations, we don't ask for them, but when they come in, it's really, really nice. What have you been up to this summer, boys? Oh, yeah, point to me first. <laughs> Nothing. Living life. <laughs> Being an adult and caring for my children and family and working. Why did you sound so resentful? Well, you know, it would be nice to be like, yeah, I went on holiday, done this, done that. No holiday? Nah, not yet. 
Not Get, yet, going on a leadership? Nah. Kids done anything funny over the summer? Nah. Nah? Nah. Just the usual daily crap of having children, really. I lost my phone the other day, couldn't find it for ages, and then I went in the freezer and it was in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, just, just where exactly where I would fucking leave it. But one of the kids put it in there. Yeah, little one. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Um, what I was going to say, but um, I, I became a dad over summer. So, <laughs> so, so we're all going, oh, yeah. like we <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Congratulations. Yeah, you. many congrats. Saw the, uh, the picture you sent the other day. Yep. Star Wars outfit. Not yeah. your choice. No, not my, I'm not, I'm, I've never seen Star Wars. I'm sorry about that. It's fans, rubbish. I don't know what the, what the fuss is about. don't know. Lightsaber fights, all right. Mm. The Matrix fights were alright when you watch them in a the film. They're terrible now. <laughs> yeah, true. Definitely as well. But when other than that, um, watching England dance out of Euro 2016, which is a bit sad. But other than that, not not much. But you know, one thing we've not done. What? We've not introduced ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm Flav. I'm Barty. I'm Ricky. <laughs> and I'm T. Because normally, no, normally you've got to introduce yourself. Cause you've got to kind of presume that you've got new listeners and want to know who's who. And, you know. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's well, a good really idea. Now, how was your summer party? So, one thing before we uh, go into this, uh, can we all stop touching the table? Please? It's wobbling. It's, it's wobbling, wobbling like fuck. Sorry, Rick. Hands behind the back. There's a piece of paper underneath it. How was your summer party? If not, not last year. Well, mine was really good because I don't have kids. And, oh, it was really um, good. Oh, so, I've been on holiday um, trying to get fit, and I was in a, a boot camp on Saturday, and I was up against Les Ferdinand's son who's like a semi-pro footballer, and I pushed him to the edge. As, as the most competitive person I know, I can only imagine <laughs> how that was going. It was really... I, I, can't, I can't sit down and like raise myself up from a seating position. What, what was you doing? What was you doing? We had to do like a 2.5k run, and then press-ups, 100 press-ups, 200 squats, 300 sit-ups. Okay, let me rephrase. Why, why was you doing that instead of getting pissed like every other normal person on the Saturday? Well, it was 7 o'clock in the morning, so I'm... I'm not going to oh, that time. I've got, yeah, I've got nothing to do at seven in the morning, but I'll go to a boot But I, 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 took, I took Les Ferdinand's son to the edge, which was... Which what does that mean, I took yeah. him to the edge? Because it just reminds me of edging, which is, you know, getting to the point, <laughs> to the point <laughs> of climax. So you took Les Ferdinand's <laughs> son to the edge. Nice. Yes. In a field in Bournemouth. <laughs> don't oh. need to know anymore. How's your summer your <laughs> been, mate? Uh, it's been mental. Because I've got this job in football now, doing football media, I've been... This it sounds like gloating, but I went to went to France twice during the Euros. Nice. Which was uh, what was that like? It was it, it's it's different when you when you when you have to work and talk about football. It takes some of the um, the magic away from it somewhat because you have to think about everything, the plan. And it was it was all right. Yeah. Was, what I mean, what is it like for you know following England and that and that kind of respect? Because obviously, when I go and follow Spurs abroad, away games, wherever, mm. it's that whole experience of going to follow your club that you love and then I can imagine if I went to an England game I would be more I, I don't know I'd be half into it and I half didn't, not. didn't see any England games I had to go out there and watch Austria and Iceland oh did you see the <laughs> yeah, yeah nice yeah back when it was decent uh, did you see Leeds were doing it the other day at Josh Warrington's fight oh, oh god did you not hear it no, oh, I, you I missed did, it I missed it when I was boxing they were going Leeds it needs to die of death and quickly I, t- today is Yorkshire Day funny enough as well oh, great how did you feel about um Watching England, so the, a few Spurs fans are quite disassociated with the England team. Uh, is this because of what do you mean? Because of the the fact that Spurs player, there were so many Spurs players in that failure. Yeah, and a lot of people just didn't seem to care about England. Well, for me, oh, of course. I love the Euros. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed pretty much every. That's minute. That's because you were expecting nothing from Italy and got 
amazing few performances. Arguably yeah. the best team there. I was expecting nothing from England there, and I was still disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I, I was disappointed, especially after the Russia game. I was, I was massively, uh, I was optimistic because we did play well. Anyway, fuck England. Um, as twenty three s underscore coffee, he says, uh, "How does everyone feel about not getting the Dave tattoos?" Barty, how do you feel about it? Fuck yeah, let's start I'm delighted, you. man. <laughs> and we're not, I'm not, this isn't happening this season. There's going to be no tattoos. Buddy, you don't make the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know Wendy's delighted as well. Obviously, you, I would have liked a tattoo because it would have meant we won the league, but... Just not my dad's name. Yeah, it's not your dad's name and not on my forehead like it was like I was being threatened with. <laughs> 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 just, just don't sleep ever. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the death of that. People have been asking whether or not there'd be Dave tattoos um, this season, that. We'll find something else inventive. Maybe yes. not tattoos, maybe something else. You're presuming we're going to go on to win the league? Well, why not? Well, I mean, how do you feel about what's happened so far well, in the summer? We've not lost any of our best players and we've gained two solid players. Mm. Players who are not a complete unknown quantity. So, Well, we, we were talking about this in the office today and uh, we was asking, has Spurs been left behind by other people's transfer dealings? You know, you've got, you've got Man United spending... What they must have spent close to 150 million. But they they have done the last two seasons, you know. Okay, well they had a lot of improvements to do, but they've got a great manager now uh, in Mourinho. They they have got a great manager, but I mean the people who they brought in, like Zlatan, who I don't know, is he going to do well in the Prem? Is that like is that the end of his? Well, he's at the end of his uh, end of his what do you call it playing career now? It's all about 40 goals last season. Yeah, and what league was that though? Mate, even if he scores 20. He's going to be the bollocks. Uh, I think with um, with United and City and Chelsea, Chelsea bought and they bought um, the Belgian fella. So they bought yeah. as well. So they spent a bit of money. They've, they've, they they finished below us. So we're we're almost. Um, I don't know if I can say that we're at our ceiling, but there is less needed for our squad to be to flourish. Yeah, is it a better position to be in a situation where you have to strengthen a cut in a couple of situations and have an established squad? rather than the kind of sea change that you might see at United. There's a lot of change going on there, massive change going on at City. Um, I think probably only Arsenal, Leicester and Spurs are the only ones that have, have some sort of settled squad. Klopp's brought in a lot of players, none of them outstanding. The thing is as yeah. well, that you've got to think about like Mourinho, Pep, uh, Conte as well. Um, it's not only the, the kind of transition of, of people coming in, but it's the way they play football as well. It's not going to... It's not going to all click right at the beginning of the season. They're going to be brilliant. They've, all, all of them will have their philosophies, training methods, getting to know players. It's not going to go straight away. And that's where we're in a position where we, we're building on something that we've had before. So everyone knows their roles and the philosophy of the clubs and, and everything like that. It would just be a few tweaks here and there. Especially at Chelsea, Conte's been there, what, two weeks? I mean, realistically, he's not going to be able to change anything in two, three weeks. I don't think Chelsea, half your squad's missing as well. Half, yeah, half your squad. It, it, for someone like Guardiola, who's maybe he's been there a little bit longer and he's been able to have more time with the players that didn't go to the Euros. But um, we always said we needed one or two adjustments. I still think we're two, two or three players short from being from proper challenging. But I, I'm quite confident of the season in front. And of the players we've brought in, Janssen. Um, it's a good pod, by the way, that one. Juan Yama. What's that? Um, Janssen. Oh, yeah, of course. We spoke to Pretty... Oh, no, Priya Ramesh. Priya she Ram- getting her name wrong. Yeah. Priya Ramesh, um, we, we, she's like an expert on Dutch football. She writes for Benefit and um, The Guardian and 442. We did a special podcast over the summer uh, talking all about Vincent Janssen because she wrote that amazing article yeah. that got spread like wildfire. 
and she gave us some decent insight. And if we didn't know anything about him, looking at his first two pre-season games, what would you think? It's hard to judge someone on that. I've not watched a single second of this. I can't really Brilliant. say. Brilliant. <laughs> well, he's a very hard-working player. His kind of motto is very in line with Pochettino that he trains, he stays late, he always puts in the hours. Pochettino's called him a fighter. He's already given like Wimmer a black eye in training, and he puts it about. So I think I think he's a great addition. And we've been, we needed another striker who'd either play instead of or alongside Kane. So. He scored something like 27 goals in the second half of last season. And and one or two beforehand. Uh, They they kept faith in him because he he, he put himself in a situation where he could score goals so often that it was only time that would would bring the goals. And it made me think immediately of Soldado. Because Soldado used to get in goal-scoring positions all the time, but... (laughs) <laughs> he was Soldado no, not now <laughs> not now no, 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 don't bring that name on the man. first pod it's <laughs> <laughs> like Vietnam mentioning his name <laughs> uh, yeah, go but no I mean they both came with um, big reputations I think there's less pressure on Janssen I mean Soldado was, was, was you know, meant to be the next big thing he had the, I think it was third best after Messi and Lewandowski when he joined Yeah. so I mean Janssen's got a little bit less a little, little bit less marquee so there's less pressure on him I think he'll do all right, it's been in the background. There is a part of me that was, is waiting for a massive marquee signing. You know, how sexy would it be if we signed someone like, not, not Soldado, but someone along the lines of Soldado, like Cardi, someone like that, someone big and fucking famous. That'd be great, wouldn't it? I think the whole marquee signing thing is a bit of a, bit of a fallacy. There's a lot of weight put on it. I mean, I think with... Um, Kingsman, someone like that. Oh, Can you God, imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. They're not going to join us. They ain't going to pay them. So. Yeah, why are you doing this? Yeah. I'm just saying. How nice would it be? I think the, I think the, the Van der Vaart thing is very much a one-off. And since it's happened, people say, "Why can't we get another Van der Vaart? Why can't it happen again?" And it's like, well, that's abnormal. That's, that's not normal. You can't expect that every time. I think we've got a very solid squad, a very hard-working squad. They all work hard for each other. If you've got a Van der Vaart type player in now, would it upset the harmony a little bit? But Hammers, Hammers might be available. Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking semi-moist. I'm going to turn a pod off now. Fuck this. Uh, yeah, and, and Wanyama, obviously, um, yeah. great signing. I, I think I was always impressed with him at Southampton. Can you imagine Wanyama, Dyer, Alderweireld, Tongan, Dembele, fucking... Thou shall not pass, ever. <laughs> and if you do, you're, you're going to lose your head. Yeah, yeah, that, it's a solid, solid uh, defensive line. And... I don't, I'm not sure he even starts. I'm sure Dembele starts in front of him well, as, as the Dyer. What? Dembele is suspended for a few games, isn't he? Yeah. First right, few so games of the season. So. He will start. Do you know what's going to happen? What's Mason's that? going to start. You know, <laughs> you can just see it now. Season tickets on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> like the early noughties. But um, now the thing I like about Wanyama as well is that he's got a very big personality. The players seem to have warmed to him as well. I think Harry Wink said after the last game that he's like a big brother, the way he was you know, kind of coaching him through the game and helping him through the game. And you know, even on social media, you see bits and pieces of you know Wanyama's personality, and he's that, and he, and he works hard as well. He knows Pochettino well, and I think it's two very good signs. I think there's a bit of thought behind them as well. Uh, this George Georges and Kadu, yeah, that's it's like Lord Lucan, man. I don't know what if I was going to like week long medical. <laughs> yeah, they, they, talk, <laughs> they talked about um, it being done when MG gets. Is he need the work permit or something? I, he, I, think, I, I yeah. think he's got the work permit, but I still think there's some. 
hold up within G that he, I don't know whether he wants to go or not, or th- th- there is something obviously holding him. a little bit him. hard done by for him, but bad injury, showed promises, yeah. looks rubbish. It looked terrible, come on. <laughs> well, if, what can you do? If, if <laughs> They see him yeah. in, in training, I guess. Uh, he was, what, 12 million, 11, 12 million? Yeah. These days, it's, that's like 2.5 million pound back in the day. It was a, it was a gamble. It hasn't worked out. They have, they're not impressed. They're, you know, they're well, he's only going out on loan, isn't he? Hmm. Do you reckon Paul Mitchell's watching the sidelines going, fucking hell. He's punching his black box. He's watching Payne's going to go, fucking hell, I'm going to get bollocks. He's going to pull my pants down. <laughs> what have I done? He's just in there we're in, like, in his black box. He's got like 16 screens and spreadsheets. How, how can I fudge the data? I already barricaded himself in his black box. <laughs> his <laughs> wife wants son <laughs> but other than that and, and Son good good work Paul Mitchell mm. if you listen to the pod well Son I, I, Son he's still got he's got time on his hands you know we've given Lamette, well, some people have given Lamella three seasons to sort himself out and um, Son had a he was just had, he had his injury problems as well then he, when we hit four we couldn't get back in our team I'd give it I'd happily give Son another season he did score quite a few goals last he's going to the Olympics though. it starts this week <laughs> what? Yeah. It starts on Friday. Yeah, so well, when's he going to be back? <coughs> probably um, end of August. <laughs> For fuck's sake. And him and no, Tan- not end of August. The Olympics are only two weeks. Three right. weeks. Three. Give, give or take. Give or two take. weeks, can they? A bit longer. What's but, he trying to do to his career? It's but I started to do a military service while I was doing it, so yeah. you'll, to, you'll, you'll forego a military service if he, if he does this. But him and him That's and a deal. Um, yeah. I bet he's clapping for having his hands again. Play football in the Olympic Brazil. <laughs> yeah, play football, play Brazil. Where yeah. is it, gun? <laughs> Fucking kill that geezer. Shoot some mosquitoes. <laughs> That's what he's got to do. Yeah, get, get, get Zika or join the army. <laughs> Go and kill that geezer. <laughs> Fucking you imagine Sonny? So happy. <laughs> Come back with a thousand yards there. <laughs> Never be able to play football again. You were there because he's seen too much. Fuck it out. Brilliant. Um, yeah, Kadoo. Does anyone know about him? Anything about? I don't know a great deal about him. He looks like he likes to take players on, and we don't really have players that really take on the, the fullbacks. Yeah, but we thought that about him, G, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, so but then he was injured and he just like he didn't really do what we wanted. Do you know really. the same things have been said about him, Kadoo that. Uh, that the, the were aimed at NG like very rough good flashes of, of brilliance but raw I thought I thought this geezer was less raw than NG I thought that's what I've heard you hope <laughs> he needs to be who <laughs> can fuck off just <laughs> 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 messing about here mate <laughs> he's written him off before he even come here oh my God. <laughs> he can fuck off he's taking up to the tackle go away <laughs> if one ball bounces off his knee Fuck him off. Just one. <laughs> um, but I saw also um, there's an article about Lamella in the in the standard because I don't know if it's a couple of days ago and he's very very happy at Tottenham. He's always he says that, um, a lot of people says oh you know he's been linked to leaving, but he seems very happy here and I think the Juve game was that when he came on was it the Juve game he came on the yeah sub? It was yeah you know change the game and um, I think we can expect big things from him next next season. He's a player who will always split opinion. You go on social media when you search his name and. You can hear like he's the best player, he's the worst player in the world, but I think Pochettino likes him. <laughs> likes him a lot. There's <laughs> people watching. <laughs> I, know, I, 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 I thought you were going to come back and say, no one's I, 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 didn't, I didn't press live. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, just a quick reminder, we're on, we're on Facebook Live, we thought it'd be a laugh to do it. Um, 
And then <laughs> we, we, I looked through the camera and was like, look, like four fucking nonces just standing <laughs> at the table. Uh, anyway, we're doing it. So um, there's 74 people watching. So nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Numbers. 74 people. Maybe numbers. we should promote it. Nah. <laughs> I think after this we'll, we'll, we'll realise why we haven't. Anyway, let's let's move on. Um, yeah, do we expect any more transfer activity? Potter said himself that he's um, more will be done. Well, Who would you like to see come in? Well, he said he's satisfied with the centre backs, and he even mentioned that Wanyama could play there at a push. So why does he say shit like that? I don't know. It's like when he says Son's a secondary striker. What? It's, it's infuriating. Yeah, know. it is. But you can't. I don't know. You can't really go out and say like. You, it'd be like, yeah, we haven't got enough centre backs. It's just kind of like having a dig, an open dig at your chairman for not having the money, not putting your hand in your pockets or whatever. We've got. He said he will sign more players, it's not centre backs. That's what. Out of our uh, Vertonghen, Vertonghen, Vimmer, Dyer can play there. Yeah. Carter Vickers. Yeah. yeah. He's going to want to promote youth. It's a good way to be, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <clears throat> where do we need to strengthen? Or well, where would be. <laughs> I like that little button. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just tried to. Tried to <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do it in the mic. And the first time out, and now, uh, and now I'm live. It's going to be me going. <laughs> it just fell out the side of your mouth. Have you ever had a belt where you start crying? You know, where you try and hold it in, and you. It's, <laughs> like, a, it's like an internal explosion, and the only way because your body has to get rid of the force, and it comes out through your eyes. You know? Oh my god! No, I've never no. done that. No, you yawn with your eyes watered. Anyway, yeah, okay. let's move on. Move on. Uh, yeah. So, who, who do we need and where? That's yeah. Awesome. For me, I would like to sign someone that will give Ericsson a bit of a push, run for his money. Any worry about him not signing the contract? No. Not at all. No, not bothered. It's normal negotiations, isn't it? Yeah. Thing is as well, if 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 he doesn't, and and then you know he's, that puts him in a place where he's going to be up for sale. Mm. Who wants to buy him? He's going to have to pay fuckloads for him. But we've got to pay a fuckload to replace him. That's yeah, the thing. Right. People like people like Lamella and Harrison. I mean, they they do split opinion. But if we got rid of either of them, it costs a lot to replace either of them. Do you think this will be the season Lamella comes of age? I, I thought he kind of came of age last season, to be fair. But I think this season he'll do. This season he'll probably do a lot better. I think he'll add more goals to his game this season. He fucking needs to. Yeah. <laughs> scored in double figures. Rick, 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 he still sees 30 million. Yeah. Oh, that's it. It's 30 million. Attacker, best at Roma, all this stuff. So like, yeah, and I haven't. Yeah, he was brought to replace Bale, and it's been like. Everything Bale does, he now does opposite. What about Benzlev leaving? It looks like he's going to be out. Potter's just like, nah, not part of my plans. Well, at least on Same for Pritchard and... and Fazzy, I don't think people care about the other two. He's aggro behind the scenes. Potts knows best. It's not like I fucking watch him in training. Every I've heard, every right, this is, this is... I don't know if this is true, right? But I've heard that Pritchard mugged off uh, Potch. And uh, uh, Potch was having his 11 o'clock, what's it called? Mate, a cup of mate, and uh, he said that's the only cup he's going to win this year, or something like that. Who told you that? <laughs> Who told you that? I've heard it on the facts, man. Facts, man. Flabs got his ear to the ground, and, and so Potcher back. Someone grasped it up, and uh, and, and Potcher back, and he's like, yeah, "What?" Sounds like a like a little joke thing that I wrote. Was that a joke? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you realised it was a joke. I can never tell with your tone. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry, Flo. Oh fuck! Oh, mate. Well, you was a joke. Did you guys know it was a joke? No, I didn't know it was a photo. <laughs> Do you think it was real? Well? 
don't know if he's making it up. I thought it was. I don't think it's related to what he did. Oh God, I just deleted that the other day of my of my notes. I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, well, it's well written. It's just <laughs> everyone's hot and panicking. <laughs> you haven't been spreading this around, have you? I so told a couple of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in my mind, well, it might be true. I'm deleting him from the WhatsApp group. <laughs> Get rid of him. Bell the gardener. He might have been I, talking the truth. I could have edited that out the pod, but you can't edit live video. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so but, um, that's all right. But no, I think it's been, I think Benzler has been linked to a loan move to, to Portugal. <laughs> I saw your eyes. I looked across at you and the panic and wide eyes. I thought the panic was like because he's t- you were saying ITK and that's not supposed to be said. It's like between like hearing it. I thought he was joking. No. <laughs> anyway, can we move on? <laughs> no, never. No. <laughs> no, I think Benzler has been linked to a move to Portugal. <coughs> I think he's been linked to a move to Benfica on loan. And I think if he does go on loan, I think it'll be a good thing because he'll learn a bit of discipline. He'll come back. Maybe tell between his legs and maybe watch or bring him back into the fold. Oh, fucking hell. I mean, there's got to be a reason why Ben Taleb's not playing. And, um, you know, we've got trust in Pochettino's I think, I think It's the... a shame because in, when Sherwood took over, Ben Taleb was the only kind of ray of hope that we had for those four or five months. And um, it's sad, but if he's not good enough, he's not good enough. thing about... Um, <clears throat> a lot of people always say, oh, it's attitude and application and stuff like that. But I remember seeing on... Um, Spurs Spurs TV when they were interviewing the players unless they've made that up as well uh, that they were saying who, who runs the longest in training yeah. or something like, and everyone said Bentelet well the majority of people said Bentelet yeah. so I don't know from there it seems like if, if, this, if this geezer has applied himself during training then, then what else has gone on Basically, what happened, it was in training, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> That's clear to the group of <laughs> uh, um, Yeah, so is it a bit, do you think it's a bit hasty in Poch? He hasn't, he I hasn't think, performed, there must be something going on, because Poch obviously doesn't like him. I think a lone move would suit all parties, but I think something's gone on behind the scenes. I don't think it's about application, probably that he feels he's a big I am, and his entourage, people, a lot of people talking about um, Bentaleb's entourage, it might be linked with that a little bit too, but I think a lone move will do him good. I reckon it was like... You know, there's little sly swears behind the curtain when Potch isn't there or yeah, like, under the table. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then Potch just turned around and say something and he's just caught him and that's it. Out. Yeah. They're swearing at me. Uh, yeah, how do you feel about Spurs travelling all the way to Australia? 22,000 miles uh, or kilometres, more, more than double of any other club yeah. in the Premier League. Off to Australia. That's the, second, that's the second year in a row, though. Yeah. I've gone now. It was Malaysia, wasn't it, last time? And then Australia, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, that was after the season finished last time. People complained last year when we went to Germany, fucking ten days before the season started. It was the same week as the season started. Well, it was just Germany. Last time pick-up as well. This is hard, hardly any of the, the first-team players went. And um, they went to Australia, and so it doesn't matter, really. They played in front of um, David as a third full. Yeah. I mean, was it really worth it? We'll find out. When <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out when the season starts. I don't think it's a problem, to be honest. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Man U are in China, Dortmund went to China, Real Madrid were in Australia. It's just, as well. a, it's just the nature of the beast now. Yeah. Clubs have finally figured out how to make money out of pre-season. I was going to say, was it really worth it? How much were the tickets sent out in Australia? About hundred quid for kids, something like that. Hundred and sixty, I saw for an adult ticket. Yeah, but you've got to take in the exchange rate and all that kind of stuff. No, that's how much it was in English. <laughs> 30 quid into... Oh, he's joking again. No, I'm not. <laughs> all over the place. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't see the value in it. There's no value in our uh, uh, getting our team ready for the, for, for the new season, but 
it's no, commercial. Uh, yeah, it it's it's purely down to commercial. We have a lot of following in Australia, um, and obviously Tottenham want to capitalise on that and going over there, spreading the good name of Tottenham. Did, did you see some? I saw an Australian Spurs fan complain that we didn't put out a first team, and uh, it's it's disgusting. This is the only time we could uh, see our, our team play and. You know. Well, the thing is, uh, for, for him and <clears throat> paying with the price right. of, of what I've heard, you would be a bit pissed off. Well, you see, so the thing is as well, like, hang on a second, if you flip it, and when you went to Dortmund and you paid all that money and you've the flights, hotel and all that lot, and then you see Mason trotting out and you were like, what? Yeah. Um, and although it was in a serious competition and friendlies... Those people are probably never going to come over to England, and all they want to see is like their, you know, their heroes and their stars and stuff like that. And when they don't for that price, it's probably a bit shit. And, and also, you know, all they see is the kind of the glory of Europa League, Champions League, the derbies, and and seeing their seeing their players and these these huge atmospheres. And then when they see like a half Tottenham team trot out against. A half Juventus team. And, uh, <laughs> Could you imagine? They probably travelled like 10,000 miles. Yeah. Australia's no, that no, big, no, right? Exactly, <laughs> they land, get in the stadium, little kids and excited. I can't wait to see Spurs. Amazing. And they look out and... Who the fuck's that? Anton Walks <laughs> at centre-back. Anton Walks. <laughs> probably never even heard of Carter him. Vickers. <laughs> they are pro- I mean, you know, they're, they're probably going to be... <clears throat> To be, to be honest, but you know what, what are you going to do? Yeah, we're also travelling to Oslo. Is this part of this ICC thing? What the fuck is ICC? Well, aren't we a part of that competition? That... International Champions Cup. Yeah, is that, what's... like cricket? Hang on. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But we're playing into. What are we doing in Norway? I'm playing in. Uh... I found out. I don't know anything about the competition or the game itself. When is it? Is it Wednesday? <laughs> is it Wednesday? Yes. <laughs> I've got no idea. Roll the dice. Yes. <laughs> <It's Wednesday. laughs> Probably the day. 7.45. <laughs> you can but see no, it's just... at 5 o'clock. <laughs> but, yeah. but, oh, okay, as Flav alluded to earlier on, the, the amount of... <laughs> what did he say? Time difference. <laughs> the, the amount of mileage... Because of Brexit. Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Change of clocks. The amount of mileage we've done, I think it's almost double the, double the amount of everyone else. They've changed the clocks. Who? <laughs> they. They. <laughs> the powers. Right. Oh dear. Let's move on. Uh, that was that was asked by Cook Past Tim. No, it wasn't. Was it not? <laughs> asked her. All right, fuck. All right, and uh, Cook Past Tim asks this: Do you think the distinct lack of friendlies this season, this season, pre-season, has been is a good thing or a bad thing? Well, we've had games behind closed doors that people don't seem to kind of um, recognise. None of our team are there, so it doesn't matter really. None, none of the players actually really matter have been involved in any kind of training at all. That's a bigger bigger issue. We're gonna have two weeks when. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean. Um... You normally see in your pre-season, and you you see everyone taking part. I mean, we haven't seen any of the kind of your normal first first eleven playing. When are they going to get games? They're not going to be ready for the new season. Well, well exactly. So that is going to be a worry. Yeah, I mean, it's not a worry. I mean, it's just what every team has to contend with. No one's different. I know. I know we don't like him, and um, he's probably not the person to listen to when it comes to fitness. But Charlie Adam was on the radio talking about preseason. <laughs> I know he's probably not. Now go on, carry on. I want to see how this, how, how this well, turns out. Hundred star jumps. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Adam was talking about preseason. How it's not just like running back in the day where like 
Bill Nick used to get on a bicycle or run and cycle around. They used to have to chase him. It is now all about just working with the ball and fitness. You don't need to always play games to get up to match speed. So maybe the lack of friendlies isn't a problem. I bet Pochettino's already said that don't come back flat as fuck. Yeah. Otherwise yeah. you're not coming in my team. It's not like like kind of Rooney style. Kane has not been sat in like, I don't know, like um, Toby's Carvery eating fucking gammon all day. He's looking after himself. Like, that's, that's what Rooney does. <laughs> he sits there, takes his top off, just gets stuck into a gammon. No, Kane, from, what, what, I, from what I see of Kane, he's been uh, quite physical over the summer, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Nutting in his missus. <laughs> getting that Wumo going. <laughs> getting that Wumo going. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's been bang on it, hasn't he? Yeah. I don't know if I can say to that. I'm just thinking, just just what it came would look like having sex. Uh, it's not I, the same. His mouth would be open. He, <laughs> and, he, and he definitely still wears the protective glasses as well. <laughs> well, to be fair, she's probably about 12, 12 weeks gone now, so about, about the time when he was wearing it, yeah. Maybe it did something for her. Yeah, maybe. I would say congratulations to young Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah. massive congrats. And may you have a boy. Or a girl. Yeah. As long as it's healthy. <laughs> That's the main. <laughs> that is the main thing. Um, okay, Musa Dembele asked, uh, "What was this question about?" I put out a tweet yesterday saying, "If Musa Dembele were asked you to punish him for getting banned for was it five games or eight games, what would you ask him to do?" That's what I asked Twitter yesterday. What did they? Were and, any responses? Um, yeah, the, the responses. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Go on then. So I picked out the best few responses, and the first one was from Richton Athletic on Twitter. It says, um. A yeah. Game of Thrones style walk of atonement. Now, that this mean? is when um, Sir says. Whoa, whoa! People might not listen to it. I've not said anything. I've just said she had to do that walk. Oh. So right. Sir's saying Game of Thrones has to do this walk. Shame, shame. Yeah, and she's butt naked, and they're all like spitting and calling her a cunt and throwing rotten fruit at her, and they're saying, shame, shame. So I'm guessing Dembele would do that from Seven Sisters train station to the ground. And just what Spurs fans have to do? What throw fruit at her? Yeah, yeah. So I can imagine him just walking along and just this ginormous, <laughs> thick, just walking, dragging on the road, just flipping around his hips, <laughs> just, like just, just fucking huge, <laughs> just boom, boom, to the rhythm of shame. Boom, <laughs> shame, shame. <laughs> anyway. The next one is from Duncan underscore Knighton on Twitter. He says, um, I try and be disappointed in him, but to be, too, but, but I'd be too upset about that. I'll just cry and hug him and tell him never to do it again. What? He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I'm still in the whole point. I'm still in the whole point that it was a bit petulant. And at least if you're going to try and hurt the, uh, Diego Costa, fucking hurt him properly. But if you see, Diego Costa has his hand and is grabbing the skin on his back. No. If someone does that, you're going to lash out. It would be the only thing out. better with that. If he would, how many games banned if he'd actually taken his eye? <laughs> like taking it, maybe ten. Ten games, yeah. fair. <laughs> Take his eye. Yeah. Prison sentence as well, I reckon. Uh, I don't know. But I think that's about the best of them. Yeah. Wear high heels and dust my house in a French maid outfit. Colwell, ninety-two. Ninety-four. Ninety-four. I think a lot of people wanted him to do stuff like that because you know, a lot of people got a lot of love for Dembele. He's very handsome. Should we just let him man. off? Yeah. Just let him off. We'll get him off. Pun intended. Yeah. All right, that's it for the first half of the podcast. What do we do with that in the half time? Turn off. Just turn, turn it off. No, no, no. Leave it running because I'm going out for a fag and it's just going to be blank. 
And they can just, just watch nothing. All right. Uh, we have got Bardi's Brain Busters. Yes. Bardi's going to be doing that. Uh, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Is there anyone still there? It's nothing now. Yeah, it's 94. 94. Oh. Could get 100. Always the mint managed to sitting down flabs. Got too thin. I'm worried about his health. Is that Eliana? Uh, just press stop on that. This is boring. Yeah. Windy, back to draw the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you, I got your back. Hello, this is Windy, back with the regular size weekly youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. Starting off the loanees, just the one so far. Um, our Czech central midfielder, Filip Lesniak, has joined Slovan Liberec until January. He was a 67th minute sub, coming on for Milan Baros, as Slovan Liberec lost 3-0 to Mlada Boleslav on Sunday. He was an unused sub in their previous match, and they play in the Europa League on Wednesday, so he could play part in that one. Moving on to youth teams, an under-21 squad have been playing at a tournament in Plufagon in France. Uh, they didn't do too well. They finished 7th overall. They started off with a one all draw against Stade Rene. Um, Ottawa scored in that one. What they do in these um, tournament matches is they're two 25-minute halves, and if it's a draw at full-time, they have a sudden-death penalty shootout. And in this one, Grant Ward scored our first penalty, but Ogilvy had his um, penalty saved. So he lost that shootout 2-1. In the second match, we lost 1-0 to Khan. We missed a penalty in the game in that one. So Ottawa won it and Cy Goddard missed it. We then played against Stade Brestois, who were a late entrance to the competition. They're a, a, a Ligue 2 side, I believe. And we lost 2-0 to them. And then we played Standard Liège, in our last match, we drew that one one all with uh, Christian Magoma scoring. And Joe Pritchard, our midfielder, was sent off along with a standard Liège player. Um, we won that penalty shootout with Harry Voss saving two penalties in, in that one. Uh, we did have a, a mixed squad. Conor Ogilvy, Grant Ward and Nathan Wadua provided the experience. Ward, I know, had been injured. That's probably why he missed the first team uh, trip to Australia. Ogilvy wasn't injured, as far as I'm aware, and I think the signs are slightly worrying for him, given that Will Miller was filling in at left-back, where he's normally a central attacking player. Um, and Nathan Odwa really is, is dropping well down the pecking order now, and I imagine that he'll probably end up going out on loan with a view to a permanent move this season. I just wanted to comment briefly as well on the young players that did travel out to Australia, because I thought they all did all did pretty well. Um, obviously, Dominic Ball had a bit of a, t a tough time in the first match, but you know he came through that with um, some credit at the end because he kept his head up and he he did he did make some timely interventions in the second half after a difficult first half. I was very impressed by um, Anton Walks in the second game. He's a player that I've long written off, and I'm very happy to to eat my words so far on the Anton Walks situation. Um, really did well against Atletico, held his own magnificently and looked a solid, solid, dependable centre-back. I mean, that's definitely his best position. Also, very impressive with Will Miller fitting in at left-back. As I mentioned before, he's an attacking midfielder. He normally plays as a number 10 or from the left. Um, but he's right-footed and he always looks cut in and create centrally. So to see him play at left-back was a bit of a surprise. 
Also, Edwards obviously had some had some exciting moments, and Luke Amos did a really good job as well, filling in at fullback. I actually also thought that DeAndre Yedlin did pretty well. I was far more impressed with him than I was by Kieran Trippier, so that was another positive. Um, and Carter Vickers, I thought, looked ready. That's all I can say, really. He he's looking to me like he's ready for some first team minutes, and certainly. Winks and Onoma look like they're established members of the first team squad now. They they certainly played in that manner. So things are looking bright. The only downside, I guess, for me was I didn't get to see more of Kyle Walker-Peters, who's a player I really like and have very high hopes for. Uh, but I've got I've got an inkling that he'll make the breakthrough this year and we'll see some um, first team minutes for him. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. <laughs> Second half of the Fighting Cock Podcast. Welcome back. We've had our cigarettes and we're ready to go. Uh, quick shout out to Engineer Al. Follow him at Engineer Al 88. He's been up to a lot of music stuff over the summer. Yeah. He's performing live at the Boomtown Fair Festival on the... Fuck knows. Two, two weeks. Something in August. On the first Thursday night, two weeks from now, whatever that date is. Um, I think it's sold out, so you can't get tickets. But I don't know. Just follow him. Uh, There's going to be a new jingle for Bardi's Brain Busters. That's that's exciting. First jingle that's been done in about fucking, I don't know, three years, two years. Quite excited about that, and you, Bardi? I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what he comes up with, some madness, I bet. Um, Yeah, so we tweeted out, we're asking people, it's kind of a childish thing to do, in my opinion. Who's your favourite player? My favourite player as a kid was Teddy Sheridan, Paul Walsh, that kind of thing. But for the first time in a long time, I I have a favourite player at, at Tottenham. Um, I had a chat earlier about how important the player is and how important the shirt is and are they just employees for the club. Uh, it got me thinking, actually, Eric Dyer is my my favourite player at Spurs. Was well, because of that video? Oh, the, yeah. That, you see that video that's come out? I've never seen it and that was like... So this is, uh, this is, this is just shortly after Dyer got substituted because he's bound to get taken off against, uh, uh, sent off for that game against Chelsea where he, he should have got probably sent off for the first challenge. About three or four times could have been sent off. Yeah, uh, for some reason he didn't. Uh, and as he's walking off, Di- uh, Fabregas is giving him a bit of lip, uh, just walking up, not not too close. Like he's kind of walking up to him, you know, giving it the, the rabbit symbol. And uh, and Dyer just turns around and does, I'll see you in the changing rooms, and does the cutthroat thing. And like, I, I kind of love to have seen that, Dyer annihilate Fabregas. Um, I'd love it too. Yeah, so Dyer, it's not just for that. Dyer embodies everything that's changed about Tottenham. Um, we're, we're a spiteful um, team with a strong backbone now, and he is at the centre of that spine. I love it because like Fabregas was doing the the rabbit sign of like running your mouth, yeah. and then he was saying, you know, go on, go on, walk off, walk off. Yeah, and then Dyer like looks at him as to say, come in the changing room, bruv. You're fucking cut up, and mate. he stopped, and he stops. Yeah. And his tracks stops right there. Yeah, he's a he's a trappy little prick, and he. Uh, so yeah, we tweeted we tweeted asking for people's favourite players, and and the results were really interesting because it's inconclusive. Uh, everybody has different different players. Obviously, Dembele got mentioned, Kane obviously, Dio got a few mentions, Rose got a shout out. So did Toby, um, Mumford Walker. Anyway, who who are yours? Because I got I, I tweeted, but I couldn't be asked to wait for everyone's uh, responses. You I got gave, some you, wrong. You gave me Dembele, but he was angry that you gave him Kane. He wasn't wasn't happy about that at all. Well, I misread what you said. The second. Tweet. You know, I, I said I said Rose because I I don't think there's a better left back in England than him at the moment. He gets up, he gets down, and <laughs> <laughs> great insight. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> but he's, he's, you know, he's, he's everything you want. He's energetic, he's explosive. But sometimes he makes pictures. When they take a photo of um, of a group of players, yeah. you just all you want to do is like zoom in on Rose's face yeah. because the guy just doesn't give a fuck. And half the time he looks upset at just existing. And I, I really like that I don't give a fuck attitude about him. And he doesn't... He doesn't do many interviews. He doesn't do many social media kind of appearances. And I, I love the... the He's I, no nonsense, isn't he? The realness yeah. of him. I think the, the embodiment of... I've said that twice. Let me think of another word. The, the one of the reasons why I love, love Rose is that when we were smashing Stoke and Deli Ali missed that sitter and hit the post... And he was, you saw that the photo of him about screaming at him. Like, this like is a platoon. Yeah, yeah. We're, smashing, we're smashing Stoke to bits. They had no chance at all during that game. And he's, he's still demanding perfection, even though we didn't need it at that point. Um, I, I genuinely think that if he wasn't a left back, he'd be, he'd be captain material. And it's rare for fullbacks to get captain. He was getting loads, of, he was getting loads of stick up at Stoke. Yeah, as well, Cafu has been captain as well. well don't, don't do Philip, this. Philip don't, Lam don't won don't the World this. Cup as a fullback. Alright, four. Okay. <laughs> okay. Roberto Carlos? Is he captain? Um, Facchetti was captain of Inter in the 70s. Stuart Pierce. Stuart Pierce. You're a fucking nerd, mate. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, thing, the good thing with Danny Rose is he's got a, there's a bit of a story behind him because he started off as a left-sided midfielder, got reinvented as a left-back. He signed, was it the five-year deal he signed? Then there's a Twitter... There's a Twitter um, yeah, fallout. Yeah, fallout of that. And he's, and he's established himself as someone who pretty much everyone loves. His career has gone from being this prospect to this failure, to this joke, to back to a prospect, to now England's number one left-back. It's, it's a beautiful journey, and he's a... He's a I like his song as well. It kind of feels just old school. There's nothing to it. Danny, Danny, Danny Rose. And, and even his, on his debut, he scores a wonder goal against Arsenal. You know, this is... This is the, he should be... He should, he's, on, he's on the cusp of being a legend, I think. I just think he's, he's, his general all-round personality might hold him back a little bit in some Spurs fans' eyes because he's not that approachable. He always looks miserable but as fuck. But that's good because he's, he's, not, he's not saying what the PR, what the marketing, what their comms team want him to say. He's mm. Danny Rose and he plays football for Tottenham. And I love that. I love that too. Eric Dyer, <laughs> Eric Dyer he, I know he does a bit more of the kind of like him and Ali kind of stuff. But it's along the same lines that Dyer came really came to Pochettino's uh, attention was the the final against Chelsea when he stood up to Costa and he yeah. was refusing to back down and as a young guy in a final the whole world watching him and that's what I like about so I do like about his new Spurs I, I, do, I just want to go back to your Rose he's he's Danny Rose and he's a footballer for Tottenham that, that there's nothing more to it he doesn't need anything else yeah. you're, you're absolutely right no there's uh, no graces yeah it's just I'm here to do a job and by God I'll do it uh, yeah, that's superb. I think that might be the title of the pod. Uh, Favourite dire moment over the last two years? Question from Glover, 3736. Is it the winner versus West Ham? The statement after City when we won 4 1, the Battle of the Bridge, or threat to destroy Fabregas in the tunnel? It's all of them. I think oh, the Fabregas are so fresh yeah. in their mind, it's got to be that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's incredible, especially because yeah. it happened and no one saw it. Yeah. Um, the, the finish for uh, uh, West Ham was incredible. How was it? Yeah, yeah lovely. Have you seen the alternate version? Yeah, I've seen it. I saw. I can see myself a little bit on the camera behind the so glass celebrating. So the, the, yes, yesterday uh, someone tweeted this this alternate version of Dyer's goal almost two years after after it happened, and uh, and then you see him score the goal and the Spurs fans absolutely lose it, and then you hear the comments from the West Ham fans, which is the best thing about <laughs> it, which is, oh, 
You'd think it was their World Cup final, not our World Cup final. <laughs> uh, was it? Uh, do me a favour or something yeah. like that. And you're like, <coughs> you're like fucking... I mean, you know you've got to get one over when yeah. someone's done you in the last moment. You, you've got to find some sort of saving grace, but yeah. you should have just not said nothing. That would have yeah. been better. Put your head down, fuck off, back to your hovel. I, I remember that goal as well, because I remember, uh, I think it was Harry Kane that put the ball through. Yeah, yeah it was. And so this like, blonde-haired geezer going through, I was like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who it is. And then I thought, it can't be die. He don't play that, that far forward, isn't it? Oh my god, it is! And, and then when he he nudged it past, and I thought, "Fucking hell!" Oh, he slid it in! <laughs> uh, oh man, I was like, "Fucking yes!" Off his left foot as well. You know the best thing, balance. unreal. The best thing about goals like that is when they obviously they go back to the centre and do the kick off. There's no time to start the game again. Yeah. Then as the whistle goes, whistle goes again. Yeah. Going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Love that shit. <laughs> Beautiful against West Ham. Okay, as well. Love it, man. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic. Any, any any answer though? What what would you say? What was the defining moment for you? What's your favourite dire moment? I I like. I mean, the the obvious ones would be the goal. It would be what he did to Fabregas. But there was something in his, the way he responded to the the win at Man City, and it wasn't saying fucking hell, we're amazing. It was like we don't like what people have been saying yeah. about us, and and the kind of unity and and and, and the steel. Yeah. the way that he delivered that, that comment because he didn't have to be that emotive players are not trained media trained to be to give away anything and he kind of lost lost it for a moment and, he, and the straight back was put away it's great I think mine was um, when we beat Man City at home 4-1 and we were 1-0 down and we were struggling and just before half time Dyer scored a screamer which was just he, it was a race between him and another one of their midfielders and he just wanted it more and when he got there he kind of properly twatted it yeah went in the bottom corner, yeah, corner. Yeah, 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 and yeah. then that was just before half time then we came out of the second half bang couple of goals and we buried them if we'd gone in at 1-0 and it, you know it was like that was like Dyer arriving as a, as a central midfielder and the thing is in, the, in his first season people talk about the Newcastle game and he was barely ready to yeah. come the pitch in the squad at his end yeah. people kind of refer to that a fair bit early on about Dyer and now he's a player who's almost unflappable, doesn't make that many mistakes. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even get booked that much. I mean, obviously, the Chelsea game was a bit of a blip. But it's not something that generally gets booked an awful lot. For his position, that just gives, um, you know, as a testament to yeah. how he's grown as a player. Because he was on nine yellow cards for a long... Do you remember we were... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he just went four or five games. It didn't affect his style of football, but he went. Those guys, and he never got booked. Yeah. I reckon he could be like a modern day Owen Hargreaves and just play anywhere. I, w- I always think of him as like a. Um, a so you're going to get upset. Uh, oh, what's he going to say? De Rossi. Uh, as a kind of De Rossi player, you know, who can play I don't, midfield. I don't know much about him, tell can me. Can play central mid, can play in, the, in defence in a free, can play in centre midfield, is good on the ball, tackles, leads, and just, just is your football team. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, the last five games were, were horrible for Tottenham and kind of sweet reminder that everything isn't quite right and we are still Tottenham Hotspur uh, first off have you lot recovered from that, that those last five games I did a tweet today and I said um, you know, looking forward to the new season let's get flashbacks of the 5-1 yeah yeah that's essentially how I feel for it, you know what it's like a Vietnam vet yeah. who's returned back to civilization, but still wakes up with cold sweats in the middle of the night and it, that's that's essentially it's in, the, it's in the back of my mind because um, I mean I was, I was there and I thought I think when we pulled the goal back, I thought, you know, we might actually do oh, something. Let's again. not relive it. Are <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you recovered? Are you excited about the new season? I am. But Postino did an article and he said he, the whole summer he was upset about it. He went on holiday with his family, he went to the Bahamas and a couple of other places. He said he's still, 
you're still angry about it. And they couldn't even slag the players off because it all gone to the Euros and to be like, you know, through gritted teeth mm. saying, no, good luck in the competition. And he was gutted. Um, I think I'll, I think I'll go over it fairly quickly. I think, no, I think only, maybe, probably only now I could think of it as a good season. But I think for a while I thought the season was fucking shit. But now I'm like, well, there are more positives than negatives. <laughs> fucking loads more positives. Yeah. He doesn't think that. What? You thought last season was crap, didn't you? No, I didn't think last season was crap. The, the, the last game, it's hard because there are, there's been so many times where, you know, you pin hope to something and ultimately, as it's Tottenham, it unravels so quickly and you, you fuck up and you become a laughing stock and, and it happens and you never get used to it. You never get used to that. Like, although I could almost feel that that was going to happen and I kind of knew it was going to happen it was that hope that it wasn't going to fucking happen I can't and believe <laughs> we're recording and you've just popped a, a, a caramel crispy right, no, sorry about it, it's alright the, the guy they, they saw they, it they know he forgets he's on camera he's just, he's in, he, look, he looks at me and he's, he's mad the, the caramel crispy was in his mouth and his eyes went wide well I realised what happened <laughs> sorry that's alright enjoy yourself <laughs> Talking about whether or not you're satisfied, the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust released the results of their survey, and I'm sure they'll probably be on at some point to talk about it properly. Yeah. But 95% of 1,650 fans who answered it were satisfied with our season last year. 95%? I mean, what the 5%? What do they want? <laughs> Fucking shit, aren't we? <laughs> what do the 5% want other than that? I mean, I get that the end Not of the lose 500 Newcastle. No, of course. No one wanted that, but one rogue result. In a season, maybe four or five. Really? Yeah, I think in the in the last four games we got twelve. We got about hang on, two points out of twelve. Yeah. We were, the we were stumbling. And at the start the of the season, at the start of the season, I think it might have been something like three from nine. So there was those little bits. And then we got the West Ham defeat. So it's probably glass half empty. But I think there's a lot to take away from it. I mean, we just spoke about um, Danny Rose, Eric Dyer. Revelation some losses. Going to be better next yeah. season. Yeah. And we've not lost anyone. So. I think there, there's, there, there are parts where you can be disappointed, but as overall um, of where we finished, it's like, you know, can you really say that you, you're disappointed? I, I'm, I was more know. disappointed after the, the summer after Mind the Gap than it's, I, I, I'm over. I'm over. I've, I've, had, I've had a bit of a torrid time during the, uh, during the summer dealing with, with Arsenal fans. Um, it's been tough. Yeah, I can imagine. But then you just think about them and their what they support. Yeah, and what they are, and everything's all right. Again. Uh, okay, uh, just a quick shout out to people watching on Facebook Live. We're going to do a little Q and A at the end, five five minutes. So if you want if you want to ask us anything, um, then you can. If you don't, I wouldn't, to be honest. But if if you do, then uh, then, then then prepare your questions at the end. I have a little look and we'll, we'll shout them out. My zips, I'm done. Um, and we'll probably be doing this each week, depending on this one's gone. So if people listening on the pod want to watch this as well, then you can on our Facebook Live each Monday when we record. What was that? Watching the buffness. The buffness. <laughs> Shit the bed. Um, okay, yeah, so Champions League has returned. Uh, we're kind of used to it now, because so we had it in 2011, 2012 season. Uh, massive excitement then because it was very new. Everyone was excited about the Champions League music. We did have a, a swashbuckling uh, side then in, in Bale, Van der Vaart, Modric. I mean, Van der Vaart came in that season. Modric, uh, Adebayo playing up there, and you know we had Champions League. Hmm? Adebayo did not play Champions League. Okay, whatever. It's just you know, it's a lot of exciting players, right? Uh, 
trying to move me off in front of my pals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so are you excited? It's the second time now. I am, but it feels a little bit. It's a bit bittersweet because it's not a White Hart Lane. I'm not going to hear any music at White Hart Lane. Yeah. Um, and I do worry that some of the atmosphere will be lost at Wembley. It feels a little bit. I'm not as excited as I could have been. The fact that it's not a White do, Hart do, Lane. Do you feel like it's been taken away from us a little bit? The fact that we won't be having those. Euro, the, essentially, the European nights under the lights. That yeah. that, that kind of cliche glory is it, it's gone now because the new season, the new stadium will be there, but it won't be our White Hart Lane. Is there anything in that? Um, yeah. Do you, um, do you also, to... And another question. Do you also feel that the fact that the corner of the stadium is gone has <laughs> just been fucking... <laughs> I just like woke up one day and was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> the, the arms being ripped off our stadium. It's going to look weird. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I mean, it's just going to be just empty. It's almost going to get the ball there and have a local know. chap get the ball back. Oh, if, if I know Levy, you'll have a massive advertising board yeah. there. Or Big Bouncy Castle. Or some, they should put something interesting. <laughs> like I wonder how much, <laughs> how much it would cost. We could do a fundraiser, see if they can get a massive flying cock advert in the corner. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine the hate we'd get? <laughs> <laughs> People will be so angry. <laughs> Who the fuck do they think they are? Who do you think? <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, but no, I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting. Um, and um, have you got your tickets yet? Yeah. Where are you going to sit there? Tomorrow, the the goal. He's, he's, he's got his season ticket. Yeah, I think I'm in... You know, they they said that there's going to be three blocks, blocks yeah. that were going to be for more vocal fans. Mm-hmm. And I'm in amongst that. I think it's one, three, two, maybe, or something. One, three, three. I can't remember now. But, um, yeah, I've got, I've got my um, three tickets. How much were they? I paid 85, I think. That's fucking not bad, is it? No, not at all, Sorry. man. Seriously. Yeah. I think the expensive ones have gone. Apparently. Did we? What, I just. This is not interesting to anyone. But did we? Was we recording a podcast and then prices came out last time? No. No. Not. Not. Not a genuine fighting cock pod. No. Maybe in the memory oh, the lane. Bo- Might the be bo- lane. No, I think it's a boxing one. Anyway, yeah. Uh, if you like boxing, then, then <laughs> listen to Below the Belt. Actually, if you also like podcasts, I'm doing another podcast with Bull Street, where mostly we talk to ex pros. Uh, we did a great one with Michael Dubey this week, where he talks at length about the court case with. Uh, oh yeah. Boya and Jonathan Woodgate uh, and you hear some stuff that I, I hadn't heard before around it so yeah if you like that it's called Long Ball Street you can find it on iTunes um, what else we got yeah so are you excited do you, is it yeah I, I mean well, what do you expect it, us to do it's difficult it's, it's really difficult because obviously throughout my throughout my I was going to say adult life but throughout my life I've been going to Art Lane and it's always been when you read about articles, blogs, whatever, and going in with my dad, and it's the European nights, the glory nights, under the lights, and it's midweek, it's a bit different, you're walking down, and like normally it's kind of like winter months anyway, it's, it's dark anyway. And it's just that excitement, and you can feel that kind of electricity in the air, and, you know, and, and then when, you're, when we're in the Champions League last time, and, you know, you've got Inter Milan, AC Milan, Real Madrid, and... And it's coming to Little Water Lane, yeah. and you know that it's going to be boxed in. It's, it's going to be packed. tight, um, and it's you can't. It's just fucking amazing experience. You can't buy that stuff. But then going to Wembley, and I've been to Wembley a couple of times to see Spurs. Um, Have you seen us win there? Uh, I did. Oh wait, um, the Chelsea, Ch- Chelsea, the and couple. and also against uh, Leicester and the old Wembley as well. Oh. Uh, Ninety nine, mm. and. Um, 
it's just such a big, vast, cavernous stadium that when a song starts off on the other side, by the time it gets to yours, it's run out on that side. Yeah. And it's just the atmosphere. It's for the acoustics and bouncing the sound back in. It's quite difficult um, to kind of. And I know, like you know, being being the twelfth man and getting behind your team, and there's going to be a, a, a lot more Spurs in there. But is it going to be? The same. How much is going to be sold out? You know, is that third tier going to be sold out? I think is everyone going to be in unison? How, how many people are going to be tourists that can just get tickets for it? Yeah. There, there are so many different kind of variables there, there is that going to be can affect the atmosphere. That how is it going to kind of propel the team going forward? And yeah, it's not going to be like Wild Lane. It's going to be very different. But it's kind of like trying to I don't know, just trying to but make do, and you have to. Uh, for progress of the stadium, whether you, you like it or not, whether you whether you want to keep to thirty six thousand or you want to go to sixty one thousand, it, it's happening. So you know, just think of the positives and, and just you have yeah. to go with it, man. Nothing will never be like White Hart Lane ever again. Not even White Hart Lane because because it's missing a big piece of it. So I think Wembley isn't ideal, but we've got to accept it, move on, and try and make the most of it until we get the new stadium, and then try and do some try and do it right there. We can't keep looking back. Oh, we've got. We used to be like this. It's not like that anymore. It's gone. So it's just about moving forward. And I'm looking forward to the Champions League. I think it's going to be great. Who I mean, do you want to draw? Part of me, part of me wants CSK Moscow, CSK and Moscow, CSK Moscow, because they're the shittest seed we can probably get. But then part of me wants to get Barcelona or Juve. I'd love. Can to we see get Barcelona? Yeah, you, of course. Yeah. Did, okay, you, yeah. uh, did you see the Russians during the Euros? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna do that away day. Yeah, no. Are you scared? No, I'm not scared. Well, it sounds like scared. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> and then coming over here as well. You scared? Like, no. They're coming to Wembley. Wembley's not. Wembley's not nice. Yeah. But um, I, I, I hope we get Juventus. I'd love to see some of their players. Oh fuck off! I'd love to see Messi play. You know. What's uh, what's hashtag Flaggate? Well, didn't um, I think Spurs flagged a Twitter account tweeted a flag. And they got a bit of flack, was it? The giant has awoken. Ah, oh. yeah. There was a uh, was it a flag or you know what's the card? The tifo. tifo. Yeah. Um, this giant has awoken. So I think uh, there, there's two issues. One is obviously the ultras culture is is not typically British, so you will get the traditional supporter of any club thinking it's a little bit wanky. Um, the problem with a flag that says the giant has awoken. <laughs> we get dumped out. It's fucking fodder, aren't well, we? We had it before, yeah. though. Yeah, but it, it, but but back then, social media wasn't like it is now. Yeah, it was in two thousand and six. That flag it was an immense flag, actually. Um, I think it was a it was a St George's flag, and yeah. Yeah, it, it had a Spurs. I think it had Yids in the corner, or maybe a Spurs flag, and it just said, "This giant has woken." Um, which it was quality at the time. The internet wasn't as ruthless. Ruthless. Yeah, there wasn't as many people on it, so you could kind of get away with it. I mean, imagine if we did it and we went and won the Champions League. And <laughs> the bollocks out, do you know what I mean? I'd tell that out of my chest. <laughs> yeah. um, I love the confidence in it, but I can see why people might go all... Yeah. Anyway, I wasn't even aware of Flaggate. We should oh, go with something more, a little bit more uh, vanilla. Well, I can't smile without you. No, we've got 11 players. <laughs> no. We're, we're playing football. We, we might do all right. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Danny Rose, he plays for Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it. Now we've got Barney's Brain Busters. 
let's uh, get ready for a new jingle and the new season of Barley's Brainbusters. T to this day has never lost one. In fact, he's, he's won everyone. I might change. Don't fucking stop doing that. Why no, don't you be like fucking like Mayweather? He, like he's kind of um, he's stepped his game up, hasn't he? You guys <laughs> make it harder for us. Look at yeah. us. We ain't got any chance. Anyway, here he comes. Brody's Brain Busters. Brody's Brain Busters. Brody's Brain Busters. Brody's Brain Busters. Now you're really losing your mind. All right, new season, new Brody's Brain Busters. Season six. So he's opening the envelope. I still don't get what you what, what do you do you seal it so that we don't get a peek at the answer? It's just part of the theatre, isn't it? Ah, uh, of course. Okay. Fucking hell, man. Because it's so close. <laughs> because it's so close. Ricky's just slapping himself in the face. Okay, psyching yourself up. Come on, go back, think back, come on. Okay, okay, come on. Okay, I've got to start you off nice and easy this week. Question number one, who am I? Helsingborg, Torino, Karl Zua, AIK, Perenvain, Tottenham, Renz, Wigan, Helsingborg. William Coulston. <laughs> Helsingborg, Torino, Karl Zua, this is an easy A-I-K, one. Heronvain, Tottenham, Renz. Is that in order? Wigan, Helsingborg. Is that in order? It's in order. Oh. Fuck's sakes. We basically retired him. After this, after... A si- after, after playing for Wigan, he basically, we basically... Chimbonda? We retired him. No, he played for Wigan before us. Oh, we're gonna need more. We're gonna, we're gonna need he's, more. He's a left back. It's not Ziegler. No, it's the other one. He scored the worldie at Liverpool. Edmonds! Fucking hell! Oh, Ricky's in the lead! Yeah. The 9 1 as well, the 9 1 game. The 9 1 game, Aaron yeah. Lennon basically retired him. Yeah, this is a night where the magic What's going on? Drunk my beer, how can so, that be? This is another Who Am I? Fuck's sake. Tottenham Hotspur, AIFK Hasselholm, Hull City, Leighton Orient, London APS, Newport County, Kettering Town, Carl Shorten Athletic, Billericay Town. Ryan Ricketts? No. Kasky? No. Marnie? No. Tottenham Hotspur, he was a Tottenham Hotspur youth product, ended up at Hull, Leighton Orient, before his career went to Bernard. Andy Turner? No. Bernard. Lee Bernard. He's a defender. Fuck's sake. Yeah, my run's gonna come You're making it too fucking hard. It was hard enough. That's what I said in the first place, you cunt. Well, I know, but you, you usually get this shit. He was a black defender, we had. Oh, God. Gardner. Farewell. I'm really worried now about question three. They were meant to be the warm ups. Oh, my God. Farewell just pulled out a bag. Right, question three. This summer, Larissa Lamella lost major international trophies. But since 2000, which Spurs player, either former or current, have won an international trophy? I'm accepting only World Cups, European Championships, Olympics and Coppers. Sandro? 
No. So one one Spurs fan, player has won a major trophy. One. We've got one, two, three, four, five players and have we won, won a major trophy just since two thousand. And you need one. Yeah. Well, if you can get more, you get more. Poor yet. No. Since two thousand. You played for us after two thousand. No. Uh, but after two thousand. After two since two thousand. Ostega. No. Oh, that's not bad. Not a bad shout. Major trophy, like is in like Gilberto. Gilberto. Gilberto won the Copa for Brazil. He started the final in two thousand. Does that count as one? Does it get all of them? There's more. Lamella. No, Lamella lost this year. So it's two one now. Two one. Yeah, it's two one. Fuck for that. There are more. <laughs> Fuck out of all. Get angry. What are the others? Timothy Atuba won the African Cup in 2000. Oh, I've given you one. Zakora. What else? Zakora. There's another one who won an uh, African Cup in Zakora. No, he lost in the final. And Wattel Koto. Mido. No, Mido. Bang. There's another Egypt. one. Any others? What are the others? Just quickly. Okay. Name? And the other ones are Fazio won the Olympics and Dos Santos won the Olympics. Olympics. Did the Olympics count? They said it. Olympics. Okay. So this is killer. Like last time. So Ricky, I'm going to... Ricky starts... Why me? Because you're, you're not... Right, right. right. So, you get... Whoever's, whoever's left gets one point. All right. So, Mido scored 14 Premier League goals. Yeah. Your answer's got to be higher or lower. Okay. Rafa van der Vaart, higher or lower? Oh, fucking hell. Mido got 14. This is what, league goals? Yeah. Premier League goals. Lower. No, Ricky's out. Oh, how many do you get? Well, more. no, I'm going to say... Well, I've obviously got more. Yeah. <laughs> I can't ask the <laughs> He got 24. 24 goals? So, Van der Vaart on 24 Premier League goals. Did Aaron <laughs> Lennon get more or less? Got more. I think he got 30, didn't he? He got more. 26. Oh, God, I would have gone... What, is in total... Premier League, yeah. Premier League okay. goals. Shit, Aaron Lennon's got 26 So, goals. Aaron Lennon's got 26 Premier League goals. Darren Bent, more or less? Less. Yes, Darren Bent got 20. So back to you two. I didn't understand the question. <laughs> Canute, more or less than 20 Premier League goals? For Tottenham. For Tottenham. Got less. Yeah, 14. Oh, fuck off. Gus, Gus Boye, more or less goals than Canute? Oh, more. More, 18. Oh! oh fucking hell. Nick Barnby, more or less than Gus Boye? Oh, more. God, this is horrible. More, 20. Fuck you, T! Prick! Oh god, I'm pitching my helmet! <laughs> Berbatov, more or less than 20 goals. What league goals? Premier League goals. For Tottenham. For Tottenham. How, how long did he play for us? Two seasons. He's got to have more. More, 27. Fuck. Adebayor, more or less Premier League goals than Berbatov. Oh god, this is fucking. How long does this go on for? How many you got? <laughs> I got a lot. You got less than that. Oh, he's won. <laughs> Am I won? You won. Yes! Yes! Nice. At the Bayor got 35 Premier League goals. Yes! Nice. What's that? 2 1 1? Yeah. yeah. Heck, you know. Wow. Okay. Let's end it. Why does this mean so much? So it's 2 2 1 1. one. No, no, it's 2 2. You got two of the, two of the internationals. No, fuck off. Okay, you got no, one point. You got one. 2 1 1. Sequences. I'm going to give you oh, a list of places. You have to figure out what links these places. <laughs> so we got Delhi in France, The Hague in Holland. Wait, wait, wait! Delhi in France. It's a city. It's a town. Oh great! Fuck do you spell that? I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> no, I didn't know it. That doesn't matter in the it grand. Does. All right, Delhi, Delhi, The Hague. Delhi in France, The Hague, P. 
Pedro Munoz in Spain. Poplar in London. Porto. Tottenham managers were aboard. Tottenham managers. Get in. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? So the managers where they were born. Red Nut was born in Poplar. I knew Poplar. that. You are a fucking arsehole, T. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Eat it! Eat it! His little eat brain. He just stores pointless shit. Two, two, three, one. So this is another set of secrets. Who's on three? Two, no, two, two, one. two, two, oh, two, one. Two, two, one. Sorry. What the fuck are you doing, mate? I, I, I your quiz. Should have bought my thing. No, it's all right. You just put one point for each one. Okay. Sequences. Hello. Who's born in Paris? Was it Santini? No one was um, born in Paris, was it? Yeah, the, 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 Santini was the born, Delhi one. Santini oh. was born in Delhi. Born in Delhi. Delhi, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that's tough. So, this is a list of... Um, another list. What, what links this list? Sheffield United, Wolves, Leicester, Burnley, Chelsea, Man City. FA Cup wins. FA Cup wins. Are you fucking having a laugh? <laughs> Do you know what? He's, he, he's, he's, he's going through his life, right? And there's a pointless bit of information, and... His brain goes, you know what? I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that because one day I might be on a podcast and someone might be asking me a question and I'll be yeah. able to gloat. The Wolves one threw me off, though, didn't you? Didn't have a beat Wolves in the cup. Didn't, didn't you way. just do memory lane? Didn't you, you should know all of this stuff, no? What, what was the... Oh, damn, fuck off, go on. Okay, final question. The missing man. Last time we played Everton away in August, we lost 2-1. The defence was Carr, Gardner, Richards and Tariko. But who played in goal that afternoon for Spurs? Cherney. No, Keller. Robin Keller. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and Is two, two, three. Yeah, I got a tiebreaker. Did he? Have one. He yeah. won again. Yeah. I got two in that round. We needed Ricky to get that correct to make to force it to a tiebreaker. Oh, what a victory. Yeah, it doesn't feel, doesn't feel right. Silence <laughs> again. The crowd. The crowd is silent again. Ricky's How legs were. Fucking hell, is this happening? I would that, I'd proper Spursy that one. I had <laughs> Ricky's two legs nil, Two nil in front. Uh, Fuck's sake. Now you're really losing your mind. Uh, well done, T. Congratulations once Thanks. again. Do you know what? One day one of us will beat him. Okay, questions from the listeners. Underscore Scotty Boy underscore on Twitter says If the world was ending in five days, what would, you, what would be the top five things you'd want to do? And would it. Be something to do with Tottenham. Uh, well, if they were playing, I'd probably go and see them for the last time. <laughs> but if they weren't, probably nothing about Tottenham. I'd go and see my family. <laughs> do a bit of pumping. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Yeah, pretty much. Family, yeah. kids. Pumping. Pumping. Not after the kids, yeah, obviously. Not after the kids, <laughs> or before if we could pick something Spurs, though, for the sake of the question, what would you Yeah, do? oh, yeah. <clears throat> Um, I'd, I'd break into White Hart Lane and score a goal. Just kick the ball into the back of the net and then run around. You know what? I, 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 I wouldn't want to break into because no one's there. Like, just I, a big I, hole. I want to do, I, I want to do like, gap. Yeah. Through, during the game, run on, grab the ball and smash it in. And then when they, they grab you, go, no, I'm dying, I'm dying. <laughs> the world's about to end. Oh, it's the world. I thought yeah. it was just dying or something. No. Got some sort of horrible term around. Yeah, I, think I think you know, it spurs up to be a pitch invasion. Yeah, massive. <coughs> if I'd just be hugging like Dembele's on the I'd idea if it was just you. Because <laughs> it would just be mayhem if everyone was dying. That's true. Uh, if it was just me, yeah. Just probably back to the pumping, really. <laughs> well, you fuck a player while they're, while they're playing. Anyone famous. Move really. the, 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 the shorts to one the, side. The 12 o'clock sky game. It's just <laughs> flab. On Danny Rose, like this. <laughs> Pixelated out. Hey, I don't 
<laughs> uh, it wouldn't be Danny Rose. I think only Tom Carroll would be the one I'd have to pin down. <laughs> so basically, I'm saying I would four sets on it because <laughs> they wouldn't want it. If we saw Tom Carroll, we're going to have no one to, to, to attack. To pin, to pin. <laughs> Did you just say that the only... That's why we keep him around. Yeah. It, the only, the only Tottenham player we could surprise sex would be to, to, to could overpower. Can't overpower anyone else. Uh, for the record, I wouldn't want to overpower anybody. Yeah, neither would I. No. Why has this led to this? I don't know. Uh, any, anyone, anything else to say? No, that's it. Okay, fair enough. Let's move on. <laughs> Andrea Sink or Snick on seven ninety eight on Twitter said, "Would you rather win the league at the last game at Wyatt Lane or the game at home to Woolwich the week before the game at home to Woolwich all day?" Oh. <laughs> Silly question, don't know why you put it in. But yeah, that would that Both. would be unbelievable. I think it's unanimous also, Arsenal. Yeah, a lot less drama as well. You don't want to go into the last game. Because in the last game you've got the guard of honour. Get the guard of honour in the last game, exactly. don't we? So yeah. Do you know what's gonna be the worst thing about the new stadium is Arsenal's arrival? Because there's something special about that park lane where as you as you walk in, you, you there's nowhere for you to go. No. You're a gooner, you come into our patch, you're getting funneled in. And you're going to receive what you should receive yeah. because you're coming on enemy territory. And this is what you deserve. If you don't like it, don't come. You've got an option. You don't have to come. Verbal abuse. Running battles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckle dusters, bottles. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm only mucking. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's supposed to be vitriolic. There is a rivalry there and it's important. Um, but, but, but what's great about that little funnel, and the same at West Ham, I'm sure West Ham fans, there's something... There's a throwback to to the olden days of football. Mm. It's visual. It's primal. Yeah, and then actually, I, I think maybe with a new stadium with more space, it'd be harder to control. <laughs> that. There's more opportunity for mayhem that doesn't involve punching another man in the face. Clearly, we don't do that though. Nah, uh, I know if you get away with it. No, probably not. I'm only mucking. Um, okay, last question. Tom Carter on Facebook. He says, would you rather crap your pants in public once a year for the rest of your life or crap yourself in private every day for the rest of your life? Not really Spurs related unless the public time was always during a Spurs game. Why is it after six years that we're still doing this? All of us, and then we're five years, we're five years older than when we started and we're still having to do this. Yeah. Haven't we matured? Yeah, saying that, like, Crapping your pants in public once here, I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're still sharting that goes around. Do you still have that problem? There, there are times where, like, I think it's all right, a night out, a little bit loose, just like. Take yeah, a gamble. Oh, I've just got nip off, lads. Really? They're, they're, when they're when was the last time this happened, Rick? Um, is that a wedding last year, I think? Full wedding for fuck's sake! What? So you did a you did a, a little guff and then poo came out. I was having a fag outside, <laughs> having a fag outside, chatting to someone, yeah. and uh, I thought I'd go for the go for. I thought I'd go for a little fart, and uh, it was a bit warmer than I expected. <laughs> you know, I just went to the toilet and uh, took my boxes off, threw them behind the assistant. Jesus, <laughs> that's how you deal with it, really. Holy shit! Yeah. Have you ever done one and it's been a false alarm? The feeling of relief and it's a false alarm. Oh yeah, yeah. I've had a couple. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a false alarm. Oh god! And I go to it like, oh yeah, false alarm. Just to know. This has never happened to me. Not even close. Has it been a couple of times? Yeah. No. You're looking at me you, in, in amazement. Well, I'm not, because I know you, and oh, I've yeah. spent a lot of time with you over the last 14 years that we've known each other, Rick, and uh, the, the, the amount of times you've stuffed your hand down the back of your pants and go, oh, false alarm, <laughs> is unbelievable. You're like a, a three-year-old child. 
I was a little bit under the influence as well at the weddings. Yeah. So. On what? <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, we uh, end the podcast. We do, we do end the podcast, and, and thank you after five years. If you're still with us, um, we've been basically doing the same thing. And uh, people still downloading, so it's quite nice. That is nice. Very nice. Uh, and if you've enjoyed listening to it, download again next week. Uh, we'll I be on Facebook Live again, unless I go and have a look at the comments. Someone's going, "You fucking wankers!" They probably uh, are. Probably do it again. Yeah. Just to annoy. Even you. more reason to do it. Uh, remember, we're on all social media outlets. We're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, The Fighting Cock, uh, Twitter. Obviously, love the shirts. And grab those last T-shirts because we're using that money to fund everything. Yeah. Uh, new fanzine coming. Uh, uh, there are still some fanzines that are left to be sent. Um, rather embarrassingly, uh, Alex has has them and he's sending them out, so they're going to be with you any minute. Well, Alex from Bristol. Yep, and he's very responsible, unlike me. Uh, but uh, yeah. What great. he hasn't sent them out? No, it's my fault. No, 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 I, it's Alex's fault. Oh, that's Alex's fault, yeah. All right, that's it. Thank you once again for downloading, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye! Bye. Social Podcast Network. Sports 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 Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 
Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.